Good morning. This is May, the masturbation month I'm going to be talking about here with all my podcasts. Uh, Today, I think we're going to kind of focus on kind of like a block that some people may have. And like I said, I mean, I've had people inbox me. I feel like it's more women who have a block about masturbation than men. Usually, I'm not saying men don't. I'm saying usually. And one of the blocks we're going to talk about is like why we feel pleasure is taboo. And I know religion for some people comes into play. Um, There's a little bit involved with, you know, sexism with pleasure and slut shaming, which, you know, if you look at the definition of slut shaming, it literally says to to stigmatize females for engaging in behavior that's judged to be promiscuous or sexually provocative. So even in the definition, slut shaming is more about women engaging in behavior that people judge to be promiscuous or sexually provocative. Um, I remember Evan once had heard the word somewhere and asked me, Mom, what's, what's the word slut mean? And I said, well, it's a derogatory term used to shame women for enjoying sex. <laughs> I was like, it's a sexist derogatory term used to shame women for enjoying sex, which it is. Um, but again, you know, we're going to kind of go with like the religious views and sexuality. Um, you know, kind of things like the sexist views, like why are men told to sow their wild oats, you know, and women have these like virginity pledges, you know, some religions, religious institutions will, you know, preach tolerant and respect, but others will perpetuate this patriarchal notion, you know, that women are to stay pure and men can do whatever they want. And, you know, there's this whole rape culture that's involved in a lot of religions where modesty is like a tool to control women. And they definitely talk about heteronormativity. Like, it's just men and women that get married. Um, Sex is like this impure thing. You don't do it until you're married. And then when you're married, it's for procreation, which is why some people, you know, don't use birth control. They think it's a sin and that they're only supposed to have sex to have babies. And there's just so much wrong with those kind of religious beliefs. And believe me, there's a hundred things wrong with that. And we're going to hit on a few of them. Um, first of all, virginity. This is lies. Religion tells us. these. I'm going to list these lies out that religion tells us. Number one, virginity is a biological event. There's pre and post penetration. I mean, does oral sex count? Does anal? What about lesbians that engage in sex? Like, virginity is a social construct. And it upholds this bullshit purity culture that is more a tool usually to control women because most, most of the time I see girls pledging their virginity to their daddies and having these father dances. Oh, I didn't shut my phone off. So you're going to hear dings today. Um, you know, and then they save it for their husbands. I know it's a thing because I think I saw it one time and all the other times I see it with, you know, father, daughter. Um, but rarely do I see women, so proud and here look at the pledge my son gave me he pledged his virginity to me and then he's going to save it for his wife like i can honestly tell you damn it i turned the stuff off i can honestly tell you i have never seen that from any of my friends i've seen guys talk about their daughter saving the virginity i've seen guys with their shotguns ready to protect their daughter's virginity it's all very creepy to me to be honest and i'm very thankful i had two fathers that knew that i was smart enough to pick a man for myself and i would do what i wanted with my body whenever i wanted like i'm very happy i grew up like that and not with like two creepy dads that were like no man can touch you but then be fine with their sons doing whatever 
Um, so that's definitely a lie religion tells us. You know, it's it also takes out people that are gay. Like if women are enjoying themselves and having sex, but there's no penetration, is that not sex? It's sex to them. So it's just kind of, it's just a lie. Uh, another lie. Second one is sex is for heterosexuals. Cause they'll always quote, if a man lies with another man, as he lies with a woman, he's an abomination. And I'm just saying, because Christianity is kind of like a patriarchal religion, they kind of left out women lying with women. So I guess that's okay. And I know someone's going to say they're using man to speak for everybody. But again, I'm a woman. I'm not, you know, I know humankind. I don't care. I'm just, I don't follow that religion anyways. So I think it's comical that seems like it's just gay men that Christianity has a problem with since they want to leave out women lying with women. Uh, and, you know, a lot of churches con- condemn same-sex intimacy. It's a shame-filled narrative that seeks to erase the LGBTQ plus people. It is. Um, another lie religion talks about this damaged goods bullshit, like sex before marriage is, oh, this poor phone. I feel so bad today. You're going to get all the dings. I didn't know how to stop it beforehand. Um, damaged goods. You know, if you have sex before marriage, you're damaged goods. It's dangerous for survivors of sexual assault and abuse to hear that. I am not a product for your consumption. What are we teaching our kids? Your worth lies in your genitals. I mean, with our whole pro-life movement, I could see how that message could, it it sounds about right. You know, like I am my uterus, not a person with feelings and thoughts. You know, I get that because we're telling us your worth's in your genitals. And if you are assaulted, now you're damaged goods. This is part of why rape survivors feel like no one's going to love them. No one's going to want them like they're tainted. And that's just, it's a bullshit narrative. So when you're preaching, and again, usually it's mostly to women, you know, stay pure for your husband. That's a gift you give him. And... I mean, there's this transformed wife you can look up online. She's fucking hideous and horrifying and just perpetuating this whole modesty culture and be a virgin and, you know, don't do anything to your body your future husband might not like. Like, there's this ownership given to the male partner you'll have down the road. It's just this whole narrative needs to stop because, again, it's a big block for women to enjoy their sexuality, to enjoy masturbation, to know that they also get to have pleasure. And I'm not lying. I've seen comments and, like, sections before online where like men are like you know only men have to orgasm to create a baby i'm like why would you go on telling on yourself like that like you know like you don't care about your partner's pleasure only you have to you know have an orgasm and that's how babies are made and there's actually a study and i didn't i'm not going to link it today you can google it that like they've done a study on women that also enjoy an orgasm during sex like something about it making the ph different it makes it easier for the sperm to travel to the egg so if both people orgasm it's actually better for your chances of getting pregnant than just, you know, the man ejaculating and you not reaching your point. But anyways, so another lie the churches tell us, um, double standards. You know, there's literally some of these religions that are talking about how women must fulfill men's needs. They espouse that a woman must fulfill their husband's needs at all times, but does little to encourage the man to fulfill the woman's needs. There's a mega church pastor, Mark Driscoll, who says that women who refuse sex for any reason, pain, trauma, abuse, they're selfish and go against God. So why any fucking person, male or female, would think to follow a person who advocates for using another's body regardless of their feelings, pain, stress that's attached to that body is beyond me. But I know that people do because I see enough of them on TV and comment sections that this is my religion and you should do what your husband wants no matter what. I need to say this for all the women listening. Attention, you are not your partner's personal sex toy. Like, you are not their fleshlight. You are not 
a body that they can ejaculate into. Like that just you know that you're worth more than that. I feel like I need to say that for somebody who might not realize it. Um, another lie that church will talk about is marriages forever. And they actually do. There are plenty of women stories, women's stories that talk about how their church encouraged them to stay with an unfaithful or abusive husband, you know, somehow making it their fault. And what could they do to avoid getting hit, you know, and avoid, you know, maybe lose weight, do this, always let your husband have his sexual needs met. So he doesn't find him somewhere else. Again, we're putting this fault on the woman and not directed at the man who's doing these awful things. And that's just society in general. Why did he rape you? What were you wearing? Why did he hit you? Why did you stay? We really don't ask, why are you hitting women? Why are you raping women? It's almost like, well, men are just going to do that. So women are stupid for saying like, that's literally the society's view I see all the time. And I don't get it. So anytime somebody asks me, why are these women staying? I'm like, why are these men hitting? And then I wait for the answer and they don't have one. They're just like, uh, because they're horrible men and women should leave them. Like, again, it's always put on the woman should leave, not like, let's address this male doing some violence and what can we do about that? Like, it's funny because I feel like nobody will go against that. Like, they just rather dump more shit on the person that's victimized. And why don't they do this? Um, getting to the crux of my podcast for this month. Uh, masturbation is a sin. It's another lie that some religions tell us. There's a story of, and I'm probably going to say it wrong because I'm not, clearly a religious person, but O-N-A-N? Story of, is it Onan? 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 I don't know. It's a guy who purposely spilled his seed to the ground. I guess it's in Genesis 38, and it proved his sinfulness of masturbation. And Christianity is huge. I mean, there are some progressive ones who welcome queer and trans communities. Then there are conservative Catholics who believe mass should be in Latin only. So, still so many Christians who subscribe to this narrow ideology of purity, female submissiveness, homophobia, and they use their beliefs to try to dictate fucking policies that we have to live by, and we don't even subscribe to their religion, you know? And I think the link I was going to add are these, like, this link that talks about different laws in the book, you know, that are still in the books about masturbation. So, kind of to wrap this up, it's already at 10 minutes. Um, I think that sometimes a block to sexuality and masturbation can be religion. It's like, can be a huge part of it, especially if, like I said, more towards women, if they're taught that our bodies belong to our future husbands, like nobody teaches us our bodies are our own. We deserve pleasure. We dictate what happens to them. Nobody and no one event should ever dictate what our bodies are or can do. And I think that not enough women get this. And I could tell you because I grew up in the 80s and I have many, many cousins and some of them grew up with older brothers who would be like, hey, you can't sit um, cross-legged when you're wearing shorts because somebody might, my friends are over and they'll look up your shorts. And I'm like, I would hear this and I'm like, why aren't you concerned? Even at a young age, I'm like, why aren't you concerned about your friends being creepers looking up their, your sister's shorts? Why are you instructing her to change her behavior? Like, don't have friends over like that. And I literally used to get made fun of. I would call these double standards out as young as like seven, eight, nine, ten, and people would like, you know, just look at me funny. Like I would fall in line eventually. And I never did because I always thought that was ridiculous. But again, I think it's just for people my age in their 40s and even younger, I think that when we raise our young girls up to, you know, your body is up for somebody else down the road. And, you know, when we talk about pro-life movement and your bodies to carry children, that is what you are supposed to do. I say so, so you have to do it. 
and we don't give women autonomy over their own bodies, that it's a block for us to enjoy sex. It's a block for us that we can't enjoy masturbating because we somehow feel this guilt and shame because our bodies aren't our own and people don't recognize them as being our own. They recognize them as being something they feel they should be able to dictate what it does. So these implications go far beyond just, you know, what my political view is and, you know, that I think that women should have choice over their bodies. They should. I think that when we have these people that don't believe that and they're raising their daughters and that this is what the message they're getting. They're getting that I can't do what I want with my body because it belongs to my future husband. And if I get pregnant, I have to do what everybody in society tells me to do, not get to make the choice for myself or my doctor or my best health. So it's dangerous. And so there's a lot of women out there who aren't enjoying sex with their husbands. They're not having orgasms with their husbands. Their husbands are oblivious because they don't feel they can talk about that. They don't feel that their pleasure matters. And I would think you would be a terrible man for just being okay with that. I do. I'll fucking say it right now. Like if you aren't communicating with your partner, if you aren't saying, hey, what can I do to please you? If you aren't even aware that they're not having an orgasm. I feel like you're a shit man. I'm going to call it out. Um, and again, you can say, well, the woman should be telling me. Well, not if since the fucking time she was four or five years old, she's been told, you know, watch your shirt's going to come up. People see your boobies, you know, like you're fucking five. Your boobies, by the way, look like my fucking eight year old's chest right now. Like they're like we have all these rules on women from the time they're fucking children that by the time they get to be teenagers, there's all this shame and stigma attached to their, you know, what they can do with their bodies. So you are definitely part of the problem if these are some of the things coming out of my mouth are things you have said in front of your own children and in front of your wife. So she might know how you feel and not want to tell you, hey, I'm not enjoying sex. You know, people are afraid. They're afraid, you know, if they don't stroke men's egos, they might get murdered. So and that's a fucking true fact. People are afraid to tell men no because the option is they might get murdered. I mean, how many news stories do we need to see about women who you know, said they didn't want to do something with a man and then they ended up being murdered, like, or the man got angry and took a gun out, shot other people because he wasn't getting what he wanted. This happens. This is a reality that women face. So yeah, it's, thank God I have a great partner and communication is fucking on fleek. (laughs) Is that the right way to use that word? I'm in my forties. It's cringy for me to even say it right now. But anyways, it's, I'm very grateful every day for the partner I have. So I just kind of wanted to mention blocks today. I'm going to try to see if I can link this correctly today since I started out my day already messing up with the dings going off on here. I might not be able to do the laws. If the link doesn't come up, you'll have to Google masturbation laws around the world if it doesn't come up. And it's just interesting that, you know, I think there was like a teacher in one country that like had jail time because he dared to like mention in their country like masturbation was healthy. Like these are the stigmas that society still has you know, within the last like decade around the world with masturbation. That's why I feel it's important to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it all month. So I hope y'all have a good day. I hope that this helped you get over some of your blocks and maybe think about the way you think about things. It's absolutely okay for you to enjoy sex. It's okay for you to enjoy touching yourself. It's okay to have pleasure. If somebody's never told you that, I'm telling you that. There's no shame in masturbating. It's okay to enjoy your body. It's yours. You are the only one that gets to decide what happens to it. Nobody else gets to dictate that ever. Have a good day.